You're listening to The Hero of the Story, presented by The Gospel Project. The Hero of the Story helps you study and teach the story of redemption from all Scripture. Now join your hosts, Aaron Armstrong and Brian Dembozik. Hey everybody, welcome to today's episode of The Hero of the Story. I'm Aaron, and with me of course is Brian. Hey Aaron. Hey, how you doing, sir? I'm doing well. That's good, that's good. You know, it's a, it's a lovely day. It is um, sunny and bright. And my mood's pretty good because yeah, uh, I slept enough. Yeah, we're recording this in January, and and uh, it was a little bit warm uh, a, a week or so ago. Yeah, and now it is. It feels like January again. If you know, we're in for our week of winter. Yeah, and it's, it's sunny, fine. as you yeah, said. It's a beautiful right. day, but it's it's chilly. Again, that's right. Which you know, I like. Yeah. See, I went outside without my jacket. It was great. Yeah, I, I just wore a sweater. It's great. It's glorious. So anyway, um, we're not going to talk about the weather though today. Although you know, we can thank God for the weather. Yes. Um, but you know, one of the things that, uh, changes in weather does bring is, um, slight changes in traffic in the Nashville area in that, um, it gets, when it gets cold, there's the chance of ice, which means that, um, the danger driving on the, the interstate, it, uh, increases exponentially. Yes. So there, you know... I really wish when I was driving home tonight that God was my co-pilot. To watch over you while you drive. I'd like Jesus to take the wheel. Let's just be uh, honest. Yes, that would. Do we have to uh, pay any royalties for that expression? Uh, no, I think this falls under fair use. Okay. Okay, there we go. Um, <laughs> yeah, but we are continuing our series talking about popular theology, um, the, the, the sayings and cliches that have fallen into common everyday use for so many of us yes. as believers. Or even end up on a bumper sticker like this one. Yes, this um, this one ends up on the bumper sticker next to the next to the Jesus fish of the person yes. who is probably tailgating the person right in front of them. <laughs> so um, at least if you're in the Nashville area, um, there, you know, and I understand. I understand. Everyone gets a little angrier on the way home. I, I do. But, uh, yeah. You tailgate people with your God is well, my co-pilot? My, no, I don't have the God is my co-pilot. I don't have okay. the ichthus, but I do. Okay. Um, I say I follow people. Um, you know, I'm just close to people. Okay. My wife yeah. would say I tailgate. Okay. I don't think of it that you're way. Just trying to, you're just trying to get right. You're trying, trying to. I'm you, trying to move people along. You're trying to get people. You're <laughs> trying, trying to, to get closer to them. This I, is. They call it a bumper for a reason. They call it's. I was gonna say this is uh, this is your opportunity to engage people exactly. with the gospel. Exactly, I'm drawing after, near. You're drawing near so that you can hit their car and take them off to the side of the Spin road. Spin them out like the police. So do. that so that you can stop them my way. and then tell them about Jesus. Yes, as I as I keep going and wave. That's not how that works, Brian. That's just that's I just, just want to get home. Okay, there you go. I, I just want to get home. There you go. You know, you're gonna have to rethink your evangelism plan. There's not a lot well, of evangelism. God, if God were my co-pilot, that is though, not I the master would. plan of evangelism. No, I probably would drive differently if God were my co-pilot. Mm, that's true. That's true. Um, so, how do people use this phrase, Brian? You know, they they use it, and I think this is even a clumsy phrase for how people mean it. Sure. Because they mean, well, God is. A, you know, we want to give God control. Now, maybe they understand how pilots and co-pilots work and mm-hmm. understand that no, then you'd still be ultimately in control and God is subservient to you. He's a helper to you at best. Mm. Yep. 
Yeah, that sounds know. about right. Giving people the benefit of the doubt, trying to, I don't, I don't know if, if they really understand that part of it. Are they honestly saying, I maintain control of my life, but I want God there just in case I get into a pickle? Maybe they do. I mean, that is, I mean, that's pretty common to how um, we live that way. Oh, absolutely. What I are mean, you if say, you, are you going to put that on a bumper sticker? Sure, why not? <sighs> well, think about it. We put all kinds of stuff on bumper stickers. I don't, all the I don't time. have any bumper stickers. I don't either, but um, but people do, but people do. Um, and interesting side note: um, there is a direct correlation to the likeliness of uh, instances of road rage based on how many bumper stickers and and things that are on someone's car. The more the bumper stickers, the more things, the, more, road the rage. more likely they are to to be very very aggressive. Interesting. Yes. So um, so if there's a lot of coexist stickers on that car, watch out because they might cut you. Okay. So okay. I gotta be careful driving closely to these people. Yes, yes. Don't we'll, don't nudge them. I'll give They'll them a mess few with more you. That that'd be a good idea. That'd be a good idea. So, um, but uh, you know, certainly it, it it is it is a statement that um, even if even if we would say, well, I don't believe that. So often we live that way. Yeah, um, we live as if um, you know to to follow the analogy. Um, that if God is the co-pilot or, um, or if we get more precise and we say, Jesus is my co-pilot or, um, along with being my homeboy, um, (laughs) we, that we're in the pilot seat, Mm -hmm. we're in charge. We're the ones giving the directions and he's there to help bail us out. See, that's why. Or take over when we need a break. See this, a bumper sticker should then be a confession. It should be, I'm such a broken messed up person I actually live this way it's a confession I'm confessing my sin before you mm. but yeah I but like it's that. not intended that way it's no intended, of course not hey, look of how spiritual not. I am right so how do we how do we appropriately challenge our own challenge yes. our own hearts challenge our own thinking because um, this is one that's really easy to sound judgy on yeah and Which I'm probably sounding on this one right now oh uh, you're getting there you're um, getting there I'm gonna be honest um, but you know I, I'll be honest I I can get I can get there really easy yeah. and it's because this one has to do with driving and I start getting anxious absolutely well I set you up with that so yeah, I'm sorry um, and listeners sorry <laughs> <laughs> this Canadian moment is brought to you by Aaron Armstrong. that's right that's right um, but so how do we how do we think through this differently yes. so because we're talking about ultimately not um, not our driving habits no we're talking about practically who is in charge of yeah. who is in charge so, of our lives so let me bring a little bit let me, let me since I have been a little bit more rough let me bring a little bit balance myself so I, I think what we can do is appreciate that here is a person using this expression, their desire for God to be in control on some level in their lives. Mm-hmm. That, that there's this awareness of that God does it better than me. Uh, that I think we need to appreciate because honestly, if we, if we think about how we live, most of us don't even live on that level. Most of us aren't even day-to-day, decision-by-decision, thinking, well, let me let me... Let me consider God's perspective on this as a co-pilot. We're just on autopilot. Right. So I think there's something noble, if you will, about at least this awareness of I should not be doing these things in isolation. My concern is it just doesn't go far enough. Right. If anything, we should flip seats and, uh, 
and say, all right, God is the pilot. At best, I'm the co-pilot. I'm not even comfortable with that because that even puts me too close. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm following him. I'm, Are you the flight attendant? Yeah, I'm the flight attendant. I'm. Would you like coffee or, or tea or a soft drink mm. and a bag of peanuts? No, they're getting rid of peanuts because of allergies, I think. Pretzels is... is I hope not. Yeah, I think, I I think peanuts are going away. Okay, I understand. Southwest, I think, got rid of them. And if Southwest wants to, uh, to sponsor this podcast episode, we'll take it. Absolutely. At least give us free Wi-Fi. Exactly. <laughs> or let us move up to the A group. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, yeah, that's not going to happen, I don't think. We don't fly that's enough. Right. So, um, But yeah, there is... So thank you for one acknowledging that there is a there there very well is a a um, noble desire yes. in this that there is a um, an attempt to recognize that that um, what God wants matters yes and that is a really good thing um, to your point as a statement by itself, it doesn't go far enough. Yeah. Um, and there's, there's lots of debates over, over how you express this. Um, there were some pretty massive debates in the seventies and eighties within, within evangelical circles, um, and Southern Baptist circles in particular over this. Um, we're not going to get into that and we're not going to poke that bear cause we no. don't need to. Um, but instead what we, what we do need to recognize is that, um, what scripture says about God is not that he is, um, that he does not play any subservient role to his creation. He's over and above all of it in all the best ways possible. Yeah. Now the scriptures will use the term helper of God at times, mm-hmm. but that does not require the helper to be subservient to the one helped. Sometimes the greater helps the lesser. So we have to be careful even about looking at, at God described as our helper right? Um, as even hinting at him being less. No, 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 no. Nowhere do we see that. Right. Absolutely. And and I'm glad you brought that up because the Holy Spirit is called the helper. Yes. And the Holy Spirit does help us. Mm-hmm. He helps us understand God's will. He understands us. He helps us, which a key part of that is helping us understand scripture. He um, corrects our conscience. Yeah. He leads, he leads us through that. He, um, he prompts us to, um, to do good, (laughs) um, to others, um, and for others, um, and on and on and on the list goes. Um, he creates joy in us. He develops patience and like all the fruit of the spirit only exists because God helps us to do those things. Um, when, um, you know, when we, when we think about Philippians Two, where it says work out your own salvation um, with fear and trembling and it says for God is at, at work, work in, in you. you so your pursuit of holiness is is motivated by God by God motivating you in, yes. and creating that and working through you in that, and that so beautiful it's, tension. it's it's amazing I love it um, and and this is the thing um, in an earlier episode of um, of this series we talked about how we like simple we like we like simple simple yes or no's uh, binaries, yeah. um, and certainly there are simple binaries in in the world, um, in various in various circumstances, um, but this is not one of those places where it's a neat and tidy no. answer. That um, God is always at work through us. God is always at work in us. God is helping us. But God is doing it. Exactly. <laughs> and um, that doesn't mean that we, 
that doesn't mean that we stop, that we don't, that we're passive, that, um, you know, as another, as another Christian cliche goes, um, we, we let go and let God, um, we don't do that. It's faith fueled effort. It's, it's a both and. And so that I think is, is what the best of what this phrase is attempting to capture. Yeah. And, um, I personally, and so, so, I mean, if you're, if you're thinking about, about it that way, maybe that's the best way to counter it. The best way to change our, our thinking and our personal theology in light of it is not to worry about statements like, um, like using statements like God's my co-pilot. Just don't use it. Yeah. Instead, look at it, look at it the way that scripture does, which is that God is at work in and through me in all circumstances. And um, that's such a better way to live. Exactly. So, um, Brian, I think that's probably a good place for us to to leave off today. Um, So, uh, listeners, thanks for listening to today's episode. I hope uh, it's been helpful for you. Um, If if it has, please consider leaving a rating and review on iTunes. It helps more people find the show. And, of course, if um, you have a topic or question you'd like us to discuss on a future episode, please email us at thegospelproject at lifeway.com. Thanks. Thanks for listening to The Hero of the Story, presented by The Gospel Project, a family of resources revealing how all Scripture gives testimony to Jesus. Learn more at gospelproject.com.